Welcome to the Faith in Maine podcast. I'm Katie Clark, your host. We are sharing stories of life and faith and ministry across our 58 churches, 18 summer chapels, Camp Bishopswood, three Jubilee centers, and ministries that make up the Episcopal Diocese of Maine. Welcome, podcast listeners, to the Advent season. Throughout Advent, we will be sharing with you Advent moments, a way to take a brief pause, take a breath, and settle into the season. This week's Advent moments are shared by the Reverend Nathan Farrell, Rector of the Episcopal Church of St. Mary the Virgin in Falmouth, who reminds us that while all of us have received so much, now is the time for us to give and share. The Reverend Carrie Manser, Rector of Christ Church Gardner, who reminds us that as life has slowed down in this time of pandemic, it is the perfect time to wait with Mary and look for the coming of Jesus. The Reverend Stephanie Batterman, Deacon at Grace Church in Bath, who encourages us to look for Jesus, the light of the world. The Reverend Tim Walmer, priest in charge of St. Barnabas in Rumford, who reminds us that Advent is a time of waiting and anticipation. And the Reverend Canon Nancy Moore, Rector of Christ Church in Norway, who reminds us that when two or three are gathered together, God is with us, even when those that gather are separated by many miles. We hope you enjoy. From the prophet Isaiah. As the earth puts out its growth, and as a garden grows its seeds, so the Lord God will grow righteousness and praise before all the nations. In this season of Advent, we focus on the words of the prophet Isaiah as he promised the coming of the Messiah. But we also remember St. Nicholas, a prophetic figure in the church, one who God used to grow righteousness and praise before all the nations. I invite you to remember St. Nicholas, celebrated in the church on December 6th, also on December 19th, and throughout the season of Advent and Christmas. Nicholas, as you may know, was one who shared the inheritance given to him, and he gave it away to those who were in need, to the poor, to the children around him. He was a living example of the words of our Lord Jesus Christ, who said, It is more blessed to give than to receive. All of us have received so much and now it is time for us to give, to share today and every day. So may that spirit of St. Nicholas guide you throughout this season of Advent and Christmas and indeed every day of your life. Amen. The first Christmas that Jeff and I were married, my mother gave us a creche or nativity set from the willow tree line. It was beautiful, but there was just one problem. The figure Mary had the baby Jesus cradled in her arms, just one carved piece. In our family, we've always had the tradition of hiding Jesus until Christmas morning, but I couldn't remove him. I solved this problem a few years later when I was pregnant with Patrick, our firstborn, and someone gave me a figurine of an expectant mother, also from the willow tree line, so it matched our crush figures. During Advent, we began to replace Mary holding Jesus 
with this pregnant mother. And I've come to love this Mary before Jesus with her hands cradling her stomach. I find this to be a perfect Advent image because Jesus is both here and not yet here. Mary can surely feel his movements as she holds her hands to her rounded belly, but Jesus still dwells in the darkness of her womb, waiting to be born. And in that time of darkness, life is growing. It is a reminder that while we often fear the dark, so much growth happens there. Of course, darkness doesn't always come with the joyful anticipation of birth. New life may be at the end of a dark path, but much of the time it doesn't feel like it. The darkness falls in our lives in any number of ways. The loss of a job, divorce, illness, the death of someone we love, a crisis of faith, worry for our children. And this Advent, of course, it is the darkness of a pandemic we must walk through. The pandemic, however, for all its horrors, has forced upon us a kind of stillness and patience that many of us needed. It requires of us that we slow down, do less, and spend most of our time at home. And so maybe this is the perfect time for us to turn our gaze to Mary, expectant mother. May we wait patiently with her. When it is time for the birth of Jesus, Mary will labor and then she will have to push. New life doesn't happen without the darkness, nor does it happen without that final push. Jesus will burst from the womb on Christmas and light up the world. But now Mary needs to rest. She is gathering strength for her labor. For now she waits and we wait with her in these Advent days. As we wait, we search our own darkness and gather strength for our own transformation, for new life born in us. Amen. Advent is a journey, a journey toward the light of a star that signaled the birth of a child over 2,000 years ago. In Advent, we hear the words, a people walking in darkness have seen a great light. When we experience darkness, we too long for a great light to burst upon us. In the story of the Bethlehem star, we find a pattern that we can use over and over whenever we find ourselves in darkness. The darkness we carry within ourselves or the darkness that exists in our world. No matter what the darkness, nor how intense it is, we can find a light, a star, that is bright enough for us to follow by following the light of the world that was born under the light of that long-ago star. As Christians, we know this because Jesus has promised it when he said, I am the light of the world. Whoever follows me will never walk in darkness, but will have the light of life. As we continue our Advent journey, let us do so in the confidence that we travel toward the light of the world, Jesus, whose birth was foretold by that star so long ago.
On All Saints Day, we met in person for the first time since early March. We wore masks, sat more than six feet apart, and resisted the urge to sing. And with all that, it was a joy and a delight. We remembered how we draw strength from being with one another. We remembered what we had been waiting for. The following Sunday, as the pandemic surged, we were back online. In Advent, we're all of us back to waiting, <clears throat> but waiting with hope. We wait for the pandemic to end, and it will, even if it rages now. We wait for some badly needed signs of God's love and justice to be made manifest in the world around us, and we wait to learn how we might participate. We wait for the coming of Christ, remembered at Christmas, recognized in our lives, hoped for in the future. Meanwhile, we find strength remembering that the light of Christ continues to shine in the darkness, in acts of compassion, in fervent prayers, and yes, even on Zoom. Thanks be to God. A seminary friend of mine is a hospice chaplain in New Jersey. Last winter, as we entered into what Bishop Brown often calls COVID tide, this friend began live streaming morning and evening prayer on Facebook. Over the months, the recordings of those prayer times have been one of the places I go when I need to quiet my head or my heart or my soul. But I didn't make a point of joining him in person until last week. Last week when he expressed his frustration that he would like to go one week on the job without receiving a notice that he had been potentially exposed to COVID-19. Last week when he asked us to pray for him and the people with whom he works. It occurred to me that one small way I could offer my prayerful support for the good, hard work he is doing is just to show up, to pray with him in real time so that he could see that little icon in the corner that says, someone is watching this live, someone is here with you, someone is with you in prayer. So that when he prayed, whenever two or three are gathered in God's name, God is in the midst of them, there really were two or three gathered. I took this on as an Advent discipline, as a way of caring for a friend, but I was surprised to discover that I really do have a sense of God being present with us, of us praying together. There may be 500 miles between our physical selves, but we meet and pray in God. Advent is that season when we prepare ourselves for the coming of Emmanuel, God with us. In this time of new and creative ways of gathering for prayer and worship, we are discovering God in new and surprising places. That little icon on a screen that says you're not alone. The joy of seeing each other's faces in Zoom gallery view when we had become so used to seeing the backs of each other's heads because we were sitting in pews. The delight in having our dogs and cats worship with us most of the time. One last thought. 
my friend's schedule is a little erratic. And so he doesn't always start evening prayer at the same time every day. I have to keep an ear open and be prepared to put down what I'm doing to join him in prayer when he's ready to start. This too seems kind of adventy. We wait and we watch for Christ's coming, never knowing exactly when or how we will have a deeper experience of God with us. I pray that you are blessed with eyes to see and ears to hear, so that when God is present in new and unexpected ways, when God shows up, you are ready to set down what you're doing and experience the joy of Emmanuel, God with us. Amen. Thank you for listening to the Faith in Maine podcast, brought to you by the Episcopal Diocese of Maine.